All right, Shabbos say good morning. Begin by thanking our sponsor, Atamu Torah, sponsors for the month of Adar, Paul and Kathy Pollock for dedicating all the Sherman Trushos this month in memory of Paul's grandparents, Dina Bas Pesach and Zechariah Ben Zechariah. We hope that in the merit of our Talmud Torah, the Neshamas will have an Aliyah and the family in Nechama. We thank our Dafyomi sponsors, Rashin Chavi Abramson, for dedicating the Parak of Arve Psochim in the Zuchos of Rafur Shleima for Daniel Mayer Ben Chana. And to thank Richard Bell for dedicating the Dafyomi Shir this morning in honor of his cousin, Phil Miller, on the occasion of his birthday, Mazel Tov, and Ameve Esim Shanim Tovos. All right, to mostly with that, let us begin. So a lot to do today, a really incredible sogya. So the last two lines, so today's daf is Kuf Gimel 103. We are picking up on Kuf Beis, on the Beis 102B at the Gufa. So two lines on the bottom, two dots. Gufa. So we'll say, here we go. This is a very Shaykh sogya for this year. Yom Tov Shechal Yosachar HaShabbos. Rabbi said we already began to allude to this last year. Oh, last year. Yesterday, feels like last year. So it says, you know, Gufa, Yom Tov Shechal Yosachar HaShabbos. What happens when Yom Tov falls out on Matzei Shabbos? So we'll say, just to, just to understand. Oh, you know what? Before I forget. Before I forget, one second. Let me just. There was one thing I meant to text out, which I'm just going to do right now. Okay, great. Now you'll be able to merit Hashem to reference this as we discuss. Mamish, I hear no pinging. That's incredible. Everybody has no sound. Wow. Did it go through? Good. Excellent. So we'll say so again. So we'll, we'll see. Again, you know, you know, don't, don't, don't look at it yet. I don't want to ruin the surprise. Merit Hashem. But you'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll get to this in just a moment. So we'll say, so remember. Ah, okay. So we'll say, so, so remember. We, we began discussing this last night when I go from Shabbos into Yom Tiv, So the question we have to deal with is as follows. There are a number of things that have to happen. There's Kiddush for Yom Tiv, but there's also an entire Havdalah for Matzah Shabbos. So how does one go ahead and structure this process? So this, is, this is our subject for today. So get ready for this. Be a little bit of a, of a Talmudic roller coaster. Very exciting. Strap in. Gufa. Yom Tiv Shechad Shabbos. Rav Amar Yakno. So Rav says, you say, Yayin Kiddush Ner Havdalah. So I will say, as we're going to see, each of these particular opinions have a svara. We are not going to get into all of the svaras, but we'll just outline some general parameters. So for example, take a look at the Rashbam for just a moment. So Rav says the order is Yayin. Yayin, of course, is Hagafen. Kiddush, which would be Kiddush for Yamtiv, Ner, Borei Maorei Ha'ish, and Havdalah. Good. So Rashpam says over here, Rav Amr Yakno, Sfiralei, Kiddushas Hayom Adifa Mehavdala. So we'll say this. What we're going to see over here is that the machlokis that we're going to run into is which should come first on, on Matzi Shabbos going into Yantiv? Should Havdala come first or should Kiddush come first? So in Rav's model, clearly Kiddush comes first. Why does Kiddush come first? Rav says, Rav's logic is like this. You have to make Kiddush first. Because if you go ahead and you make Havdalah first, what does it look like? Rav says, it looks like you're just quick to unload the Kiddush of Shabbos. You're making it look like Shabbos is a Masui. Shabbos is a burden to you. And that's why you're making Havdalah first. We don't have to get into Yain right now, but we'll say, this is going to be very important. So therefore, Rav says, 
Kiddush comes before Havdalah, not really because we want to put Kiddush first, but it's more that what? We don't want to put Havdalah first. I don't want to put Havdalah first because then it looks like Shabbos is a Masih. So we'll say, this is actually very interesting because remember, this goes back to what we saw yesterday as well of this motif in Chazal of Ein Osin Mitzvos Chavilos Chavilos. We never want to make mitzvos look like a burden. So we don't bundle mitzvahs because it looks like I want to just discharge as much as I can at once. And therefore, again, we want to make havdalah. Even though on both sides, if you think about it, it's totally, it, it, to a certain degree, it's counterintuitive. Why? Because if you're making kiddush, by definition, what does that mean? Shabbos is over. Right? So even though, again, it's clear through my kiddush that Shabbos is over, Rav is concerned that if the first thing you start with is Havdalah, it has the appearance. So I'll say, so by the way, you know, this comes up, there's so much to talk about on these things. This comes up, Masih Shabbos Chanukah. There's a whole discussion about what's the proper order for Neros Chanukah and Havdalah. So I, I, this, is a, this is a discussion in my, in my home that our family Minag always was to do Neros Chanukah and Havdalah. I see our family minhag until I got married and I was given a new family minhag. It's interesting how that happens. But it, so, so I've always felt like it's totally counterintuitive to go ahead and light Neros Chanukah before Havdalah. So I said, no, because the whole Yisod is you want to push off, you want to delay the exit of Shabbos as long as possible. You don't want to, but again, the Taina, of course, the back Taina back is, but that's ridiculous. That was actually a quote, right? right? That, 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 that's ridiculous because obviously if you're lighting Neiros Hanukkah, of course Shabbos is over. So of course that's true. Of course that's true. But at the end of the day, there's a difference between, you know, recognition that Shabbos is over and Havdalah. And Havdalah. And we see this concept, says Rav, we push off the formal Havdalah as much as we can. So again, I, will say, I just want to point out just the fact that we're seeing this theme of Ein Osin Mitzvos Chavilos Chavilos is also so important. Because also even in the way we conduct ourselves in our home with our, you know, if a person has children who see them, you know, a person has to be so careful because sometimes even unknowingly we could paint a picture that, oh, Mitzvos is such a burden. Yiddishkeit, there's so many obligations and I'm rushed, rushed and, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm stressed and all this. You know, again, a person has to be so careful that the way they live and the way they practice their Yiddishkeit doesn't have the appearance of chavilos, chavilos. To, to practice Yiddishkeit in a way which emotes a sense of privilege. Now, also, I will tell you something, something very interesting. Tosis comes along. This is why we're never going to finish this. All right, but we'll go get through it. Tosis comes along and Tosis says, one second, you're missing something, Rav. What is Rav missing, I will say? What is he missing? Besamim. So look at this. This is incredible. Rav Omer Yakna, umashin maske besamim. Why doesn't Tosis bring up, oh, sorry, why doesn't Rav bring up besamim? So Perish Hashbam, both say, this is so beautiful. Why do we smell besamim on Matzah Shabbos? Because there's a concept the Gemara brings down that on Shabbos you have a neshama yisera, literally an extra neshama, really added dimension of holiness. When Shabbos goes away, the neshama yisera departs, and that leaves my residual neshama, we'll call it, in a sense of sadness. So this is incredible. Tulsa says you don't need besamim on yamtiv. Why? Because on yamtiv there's also an ashami yesera. Bekasha dim I'm sorry. So Tulsa says here's the problem with that. If that's true, that on yamtiv there's an ashami yesera, then what? Then what? Why don't you have besamim 
as part of Havdalah on Matzah Yantiv. Right? There's no Bissamim. So again, B'manavshah, you're telling me that there's no Bissamim when you go from Shabbos into Yamtiv because there's still an Hashem Yisir on Yamtiv. Well, if there's an Hashem Yisir on Yamtiv, then you should use Bissamim on Matzah Yamtiv, a good Kasha. So also listen to this. Vishtosa says, you're right. You're right. L'kach Nira, Tiviyamtiv lek in Hashem there is no Nishama Yisera on Yamtiv. Listen to this. I so then why don't we use Bisamim from Shabbos, from Shabbos going into Yamtiv? This is so beautiful. So Tulsa says, because what does Bisamim do? Right? Bisamim, it's the it's the reach, it's the pleasing scent of the Bisamim that awakens Simcha within the residual Neshama. So Tulsa says, Achila and Shtia, meat and wine of Yamtiv, Simchas Yamtiv could do that as well. Could do that as well. Therefore, again, keep going with Bisamim. So I'm sorry, Mishum the Simcha Yamtiv, Achila, Vishtia, Mokma, Bisamim. So again, so therefore I will say, so this is an incredibly important Tosis. So really what Tosis tells us is, number one, there isn't on the Shama Yisera on Yamtiv. I so why no Bisamim? So first of all, now I understand why we don't use Bisamim on Matzah Yamtiv. I but why no Bisamim from Matzah Shabbos into Yamtiv, to which Tosis says, Bisamim are there to be Ma'orer Simcha. When you have Yamtiv, the Simchas Yamtiv itself has the ability to infuse additional Simcha into the residual neshama. Incredible. Rosh Hashanah says something interesting. He says, V'yesh tamim lo nechonim. And there are many other reasons that people give, but they're wrong. V'zeh tam nachon v'ikr. And this is the reason. So say this is a great Tosis also. There's an incredible Musra Haskil. You know, Rosh say not every opinion is right. And just because someone says something doesn't automatically endow it with legitimacy. You know, we kind of live in a time where if somebody says something or somebody believes something, you have no right to go ahead and disagree with someone else's version of the truth. It's not true, says Tosis. Yes, of course, there's definitely room for differences of opinion, but in life there are also things that are correct and there are things that are incorrect. And Tosis says, and this is a profound statement, there are a lot of things that people say that is just unequivocally wrong. And if everything is MS, then nothing is MS. Person has to find the courage to be able to discern. Ultimately, again, what's MS, what's Sheker? Be able to identify and call out Sheker and be able to stand up for MS. The Gemara goes weiter. Good, we're making some good headway here. Shmuel says, Shmuel says, good, we're up to, if, if you lost the place, we're, we're one line from where we started. Shmuel Amr, still on Kuf Beis, Amad Beis. Shmuel says, no, the order is Yanhak. Yanhak. Yayin Ner Havdola Kiddush. Shabbos says Shmuel's opinion is, ultimately again, that Havdola comes before Kiddush. Now we'll see Shmuel's logic in just a moment. The Gemara is actually going to spend more time on Shmuel's position than Rav's position, as we're going to see. But again, the Ikram Achlokis, I will say over here, is what comes first, Kiddush or Havdola? Rav says Kiddush first. We see the Svara. Ultimately, again, because Halacha Lamaisa, we want to, we don't want it to look like I'm just dumping Shabbos. And Shmuel is going to say, no, Havdalah comes first. Top of, top of Kuv Gimel. But we'll say this, this is great. So Rav Amar Rav says, Yahanak. So we'll say, so now we get into, now we get into some other Machloksim in terms of, in terms of the order of Havdalah and Ner, which we're not going to step into right now. But Rav says again, Yayin Havdalah, Ner Kiddish, Levi Amar Kanya, right? Kiddish, Ner 
Yayin Havdala. So we'll say, as you begin to see, the major machlokis we're going to focus on is the Kiddush Havdala one. But it, as you begin to see already here, even within the other brachas, there's other machloksim regarding the order. Rabbanon Amri Kino, the Rabbanon say the order is Kiddush, yer, kiddush Yayin Ner Havdala. Marbrei Dravna Amr Nikia. Ner Kiddush Yayin Havdala. Marsa Mishet Rabbi Yeshua Nihak. So, okay, Ner Yayin Havdala Kiddush. Shalach Ayavodish Ola Rabbi. So, we'll say, now listen to this. So, now there's a whole variety of opinions. So, it comes along. So, this comes along. Shalach Ayavodish Ola Rabbi. So, the father of Shmuel sent the following message to Rabbi. Then, Rabbeinu. Seder Havdala Heich. So, we'll say, at the end of the day, so now you have Avodish Ola sends to Rabbi. Rabbi. What is the order? Okay, so now we see a lot of different opinions. So what is the proper Seder for Matzei Shabbos going into Yantav? Which I will say is very Shaykh for us this year. Shalach lei kach amar rabbi shom rabbi yosi shar mishum aviv shom mishum rabbi yoshua ben chananyo. The proper order for Matzei Shabbos is nihiyak. Ner havdala yayin kiddush. Ner havdala yayin kiddush. Now I will say, as we're going, if you took it, take a look at the Rashbam for just a moment. Actually, before we look at the Rashbam, Abrabi Chanina, Marshal Rabbi Yoshua ben Chananya, so we'll say so again. So Rabbi Yoshua ben Chananya says, proper order, Ner Havdala Yayin Kiddish. So remember, the important part to remember over here, and this is going to be the focus of Rabbi as well, is the placement of Havdala before Kiddish. Of Havdala before Kiddish. So we'll say, so why would you put Havdala before Kiddish? So listen to this. Amr Rabbi Chanina, Marshal Rabbi Yoshua ben Chananya Lemelech, so we'll say the mashal is as follows. If you could, here's the idea and say it's beautiful. Lemelech shiyatza va'farchus nichnas. So we'll say, imagine for a moment, you have the king with you, and now the king is getting ready to leave, but there's a, a nobleman, right? Afarchus uh, the, means like a duke, right? There's a duke who's now coming to visit you. So you've got two things now to deal with. You need to escort the king out, and you need to welcome the duke in. Which one would you give your attention to first? Malavin es hamelach, the acherkach yotzim likras afarchus. So the, the, the proper, the proper, the proper behavior is first you take care of the king. First you escort the king out, and then you welcome the duke or the nobleman in. So of course in the nimshal, the, the king is Shabbos, the duke is yamtiv, and therefore Rebbe says, or actually, Rabbi Chanira explains Rabbi Yeshua ben Hananiah's position is Havdallah will always come before Kiddush. Because at the end of the day, it is proper, it is proper protocol to first escort the Shabbos out before you welcome the Havdallah in. If you look at the Rashbam for just a moment, the Rashbam says it's in the intermediate lines, about uh, two, four, six, eight, nine lines in. Shorm Shorm Vishom and Hananiah Nehiyak, the time of Kiddush, the Farish will come on, the Havdallah called him the Kiddush, the Hilchach Ner Tchila, Sherotze Litain Yayin Samoch Lavdallah. So both say, see, here's what's interesting about this opinion, the Rashbam points out. Once you establish that Abdullah is going to come before Kiddush, and that's the opinion of Rabbi Yeshua ben Hananya, and this sounds like what Rabbi, Rabbi Udanasi agrees with also. So once I establish that Abdullah is first, and why is Abdullah first? Because again, it's more appropriate to escort out the king before you welcome in the nobleman. Okay, so now once, once Abdullah is first, so now, so now Rabbi Yeshua will say as follows. The next thing you want to do is you want to put Nair first. Now, why do you want to put Nair first? So we'll say this is actually very interesting. The reason you want to put Nair first is not really because Nair needs to be first, but rather because I want Yayin sandwiched in between 
Havdalah and Kiddush. Because you also remember again, that Borei Priyagafen, this is what we saw in yesterday's daf. that Borei Priyagafen is servicing Havdalah and Kiddush. Aye, what about in Osin Mitzos, Chavilos, Chavilos? So what did we say? It's one thing, right? Kiddush Vavdala is Chadamil Sihi. It's one thing, it's not Chavilos. What's interesting is as follows. So really, it's really fascinating. So Rabbi Shohananya's model, here's how you construct the order. Step one is establishing priority between kid or precedence, uh, precedence between Kiddush and Havdalah. So again, in, in Rabbi's model, Rabbi Shor's model, Havdalah's first. So Havdalah, Kiddush. Okay, now the next thing I want to do is I need to put Yayin in between the two of them. In between the two of them. Therefore, Halach I'm going to put it in the middle. So I'm going to do Havdalah, Yayin, Kiddush. That gives me my hick. Hick, right? Hey, Yud, Kof, Kof, right? So I've got my, I've got my Abdullah, my Yaya, my Kiddush. Well, say, so there, there's only one place to put Nair. Where can I put Nair? Right? I can't put it at the end. Why can't I put it at the end? I've already made Kiddush. I've already made Kiddush, right? So it doesn't make sense to put the Nair of Abdullah after Kiddush. Therefore, what? There's only one place to put it at the beginning, which therefore gives me Rabbi Shua Mechanani's model of Nihiyak. Ner Havdalah Yain Kiddush. So the Ner is just placed kind of in the only place where it can be, but really what drives this is it's got to be Havdalah Kiddush. Yain's got to service both of them, so it's put there in the middle, and therefore the Ner is put first. Good, very interesting. So the Gemara goes weiter. The Gemara goes weiter. So my Havyala. So we'll say, so bottom line says the Gemara. So no, what's, what's, the, what's, the, what's the bottom line? Allah Lamaise. And I will say, now interestingly enough, from all of this discussion, the one thing also that's been absent is Zman. Right? Now remember, now this goes back to what the Gemara was saying yesterday, that this sounds like maybe this is a discussion regarding, regarding Shvi'i Shal Pesach. Right? The last days of Pesach. Because the last days of Pesach do not get their own Shekhyonah. This is different than the last days of Sukkis. Because remember, the last days of Sukkis are dramatically different than the last days of Pesach. For the simple reason, the last days of Sukkis are Shmini Atzeres, which is a yomt of a regal Bifne Atzmo. Both remember again, we'll see this in Sukkah. With the ways in which Shmini Atzeres is different than Sukkis is Pizar Kishav. We'll see that in Mirat Hashem. Pizar Kishav, six different ways in which Shmini Atzeres, but the Zion of Pizar ultimately is Zman. But the last days of Pesach are not like that. So it's interesting that this discussion really begins kind of focusing just in general on Yom Tiv. But now what about Zman? So here we go. So my Havi Allah. So we'll say, this, this is a burning question for us. Because Halach Lamaisa, this is Shaykh for this year. This is the first night of Pesach. Matzi Shabbos. So what do I do? Here we go. My Havi Allah. Abai Amar Yak Zino. So Abai says, we go ahead and we say Yak Zino, which is Yayin Kiddush Zman Ner Havdalah. So remember, a lot of these things are driven. So remember, according to Abai, Abai is going to say he goes back. He goes back to the Rav model, and the Rav model is Kiddush always comes first. Why does Kiddush come first? Once again, the Svara, because I don't want Shabbos to look like a burden that I'm just trying to offload quickly. So we'll make Kiddush first, and ultimately again have Dala last. You have Yayin Kiddush. Zman, because the Sheikh Yonam, of course, goes with Kiddush, and then we'll do the Havdala piece. The Rava, Amar Rava says, Yak Nahaz. Wow. So we'll say, Yak Nahaz, Rava says. No, the proper order is Yayin Kiddush Ner Havdala Zman. That ultimately, again, so t- Kiddush comes first, like Rav, like Rav, Kiddush comes first, 
Because halacha that is the appropriate way to go ahead and and delay the official departure of Shabbos and ultimately again put off Dala last. So Vihilchasa and Halacha say follows like Rava. Ultimately again the halacha is Yaknahaz. If you take a look at the Rashbam, so the Rashbam says Vihilchasa Kirava Damar Yaknahaz Dikidusha Vahadra Havdala because at the end of the day, what drives this model is as follows. So what drives this model is going to be, Kiddush needs to come first, because if you make Havdalah first, it looks like you're offloading Shabbos, that Shabbos is a Masui, Shabbos is a burden. Therefore, do Yayin Kiddush, Ner Havdalah, so do your Kiddush, then your Havdalah, and ultimately again, your Zman, your Shechiyano Vikimano Vigiyano at the end. So I will say, interestingly enough, why is Zman at the end? See, that's strange, right? Because you would have thought, if you were putting the model together, how would you have put it together? Let's go through this. Okay, let's assume we accept the premise that Kiddush has to be first, right? So I'm going to do Yayin, Kiddush. What would you have put next? Zman. Right, that makes sense because Zman, right? It's the yomtiv. So get all the yomtiv stuff done first, and then ner havdala yak zina, which was the opinion of, which was the opinion of Abaye. That makes a lot of sense. So why does Rav say yak? Now, so we'll say now. Watch this. This is incredible. If you take a look at the first wide line in the Rashbam, it's kind of in the middle over here. So actually, the second, the the the, the last, and the intermediate. Wide lines. Here we go. We'll say, why would you put Shechiano at the end? Here we go. We'll say, this is fascinating. Shechiano is not tethered to Kiddush. I'll give you the perfect example. Let's say you forgot to say Shechiano. You forgot to say Shechiano in Kiddush. So what do you do? We'll say, what do you do? What do you do? You say it whenever you remember it. The, you know, the Gemara's Lashon is, Afila Bashuk, even if you're out in the marketplace. And he said, I, I didn't say Shechiyonu. No problem, just say it there. Shechiyonu is a din in Yomtev. It's not a din in Kiddush. We happen to arrange it as part of Kiddush, but Lamaisa, it's a din in Yomtev, and you can really say it wherever and whenever. So I will say, so now, this whole thing comes together so beautifully. So what's Ta'loch and Lamaisa? When Masih Shabbos is Yomtev, Yayin Kiddush, because Kiddush comes first, not even so much because Kiddush comes first, but because what? Because what? Because Havdalah needs to come last. That's really what it is. Delay. The official departure of Shabbos. So it shouldn't look like Shabbos is a burden to me. So Yayin Kiddush, Kiddush for Yamta first. Ner Havdalah. Ner Havdalah, because I need to make Havdalah. No Bissamim, why not? Why not? Because again, the young, Tosa says, because remember, even when I lose my Neshama Yisera, the Simchas Yomtev, the physical celebration of Yomtev, will give me the Simcha that someone would have normally given me. And then last, Zman. Why is Zman last and not attached to Yayin and Kiddush? Because technically speaking, Zman could be said whenever. So, and this is very important. Therefore, again, Zman comes at the end. It's not really a function. We, we tether it to Kiddush, but Lamaisa, it's not a function of Kiddush, it's a function of Yom Tevosai. Beautiful. So the PDF that I sent out was just a copy of Kiddush. So you can now see, you can now see, first of all, a lot of times, you know, especially when Masih Shabbos Yom Tev, there's like a lot of confusion about what to do. So now we'll say, you know, it's Yak Nahaz. That's it. It's yak nahaz. It's it's straight out. And now you and once you understand, like most things in Yiddishkeit, once you understand 
the logic behind it, it's actually quite intuitive. It actually makes an incredible amount of sense. But I will say, but what we also begin to see is this institutionalized idea of Shalom. To heavy, I love Kimasui. Chazal felt it's so important that you never give off the impression that your Yiddishkeit is a burden. Because if you give off that impression, number one, it impacts, of course, how you feel about your Yiddishkeit. But of course, from a Chinuch perspective, it'll impact ultimately how my children feel as well. You see, Chazal were so concerned about this that literally, again, that dictates the order on Matzah Shabbos. We'll therefore put Kiddush ultimately again before Havdalah. Good. I will say, there's a lot of Hashkafa in Yak Nahaz as well. Incredible Hashkafa. But we'll, we'll save it for a different time in Mirat session. It'll remind me. Rafuna Bar Yehuda, I call it Rav. say, listen to this. Here we go. So Rafuna Bar Yehuda went to the house of Rava. So it was Matzah Shabbos. It was Matzah Shabbos. I will say now, now the Rashbam points out over here, this is not Matzah Shabbos of Yom Tiv. This is just a Stam Matzah Shabbos. Rashi says, Rashbam says, but Matzah Shabbos shall call. Just a regular Matzah Shabbos. Okay, so now, so Rav Huna Bar Yehuda is at the home of Rava, and they brought out Ma'ar, a candle, a nair, and Bissamim. Barich Rava Abisamim Bereisha Vahadr Amaar. So Rava first made the bracha of Bore Mine Bisamim, and then he made the bracha of Bore Maore Haish. Amrale, Srafuna Barihuda was intrigued by this. He said, Vaha bain Beishame or Bain Basila Maar Bereisha Vadar Bisamim. I, but both Beishame and Basila agree that first you make a bracha on the candle. And then you make a bra- and then you make a bracha on the Bisamim. So why Rava did you do Bisamim and then Aish? Umayhi, what are, you, what, what, what are you referring to when you say Beshamay Sil? What is that referring to? This is not, here we go. Beshamay Omrim, Ner Umazan, Besamim Bahavdallah. So we'll say this goes back to something we discussed yesterday, which is what happens if you had Shalashudis, right? And now you only have one coast. So you, you have to bench, but you also have to say Havdallah. So what's the proper order? So remember again, I will say we spoke this, we got, when did we get into this topic? We are into this topic with again, in osimitzos chavilos chavilos. So remember again, we discussed that the case in question over here is where you only have one cup of wine. So in general, yes, of course, we, we all agree, in osimitzos chavilos chavilos. But if halochelamaisa only have one cup of wine, then enachinami, under those circumstances, I can go ahead and use them for both. So what's the proper order? Umayhi disnan beshame omrim ner umazin besamim behavdala. So beshame says the proper order is bore maorea eish benching besamim havdala. Ubeisila omrim ner ubesamim mazon vahavdala. And beisila have a different order. They say ner besamim But again, for our purposes, what do you see from both of them? Both beshame beisila agree. Both say that what? That what? That ner comes before comes before besamim. They're both agreeing on that. They're, they're disagreeing about everything else, but they agree that Nair comes before Bissamim. So therefore, again, we'll say what's happening over here. So Rafuna Bar Yehuda is at the house of Rava. Rava's making Havdalah, and Rava makes the bracha on Bissamim before Nair. So Rav Yehuda says to him, so Rafuna says to him, I don't understand. Everybody agrees that Nair comes before Bissamim. So what are you doing? So the Gemara says, Ani Rava Basrei. So Rava says, you forgot the end of the Braisa, or the end of the Mishnah. As the Gemara says, Va'amar Zudiv Rabbi Meir. That was Rabbi Meir's version of the Machlok, it's Hashem Beisila. Aval, Rabbi Huda Omer, Lo Nechel Kubeshan Beisila, Ala Mazan Shubitrila, Baladala Shiba Sof. So, what's Rabbi Huda's model? He says like this Beisham Beisila will agree that Allah Chalamaisa, the first thing you do is you bench, 
And the last thing you do is Havdava. Those are the bookends of this process. Aman Nechlekus, what do they argue about? Al Hamar ve Al Habisamim. What they argue about ultimately again is the order of Ner and Bisamim. So Beishamah says the proper order is, is, is the Ma'ar, is the Ner, and then Bisamim. Beishamah says ultimately again, first the order is Bisamim, and then the Ner. Rabbi Yochanan says, The people conduct themselves in accordance with Beishamah, but Rabbi Huda's version of Basil, namely, I will say that the proper order on Matzah Shabbos is Bisamim and then Ner, which I will say, as we know, Halach Lamaisa is the practice that we follow. We first make the bracha of Bore Mine Bisamim, and ultimately, again, we then go ahead and make the bracha on the Ner. So I will say, it's actually very interesting that if you think about this almost from a certain like Ashkafic level, so what does it mean? You know, what's kind of, what's the machlokis over here? So if you think about it, the ner and the besamim serve two different purposes. So the point of the ner, right, the ner represents, yes, on one hand, we're going to discuss actually in just a little bit, the idea that historically fire was created or given to man on Matzah Shabbos. We said a whole machlokis about this in Shabbos, Misech Shabbos, about when exactly fire was created, right? Fire of man, fire of Gehenna, all, all the Misech Shabbos we saw. I will say, but what fire also represents, the notion of ner as part of Havdalah, ner represents dynamic activity. Then at Malacha, Malacha. So the idea is Shabbos, I couldn't do Malacha. I light an air, I'm going to begin Malacha. Bissamim represents again, awakening of spirituality. Right? Remember again, I had the Neshama Yisera, as Tulsa just told me, I had the Neshama Yisera, the Neshama Yisera is gone, but I, I, I need to awaken my Ruchnius. So the Machlokis Hesham Vesel is really a fascinating one, which is what is the proper approach to life? So Halacha Lamaisa, do you like the Nair first? Do you engage in dynamic activity? And as a result, awaken your neshama? Or do you awaken your neshama and first engage in dynamic activity? So what's interesting is, in general, we adopt the approach that really ner should come before besamin. That's the general approach we take in life. That in, in Yiddishkeit, I don't wait till I feel inspired to engage in dynamic activity. There are people who sit on the couch their whole lives, metaphorically, waiting to be inspired, right? Waiting to be uplifted, waiting to, 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 for that gust of ruchnius to take them and, 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 and accomplish something. And usually it doesn't work. So normally in life, first you light the nair, engage in dynamic activity, and then the besamim, the neshami yasira comes. There's one exception to this rule the Gemara is teaching us, which is on Matzei Shabbos. On Matzei Shabbos, on Matzei Shabbos, the most important thing, you know, sometimes Havdalah, you know, Havdalah is like, it's like a, it's like a stepping stone, right? So it's a stepping stone for, like, for Matzei Shabbos, right? The goal is, the goal is to get to Matzei Shabbos, whatever you're doing on your Matzei Shabbos, and Havdalah is like the necessary evil, right? I gotta got get through Havdalah. But usually Havdalah many times is not considered to be an overly reflective period. Havdalah is, is one of the holiest moments, because in Havdalah, a person has to decide what they want to accomplish that week. What do you want to do? What do you want to be? The goal of Havdalah is not quick, finish up, let's get back to the world. You take a few extra moments and you decide, what do I want to accomplish? Who do I want to be in this coming week? What kind of light am I going to bring into the world? So amazingly enough, what Basilo says, and this is the Halacha Lamaisa, what Basilo says is, normally throughout the life of a Jew, it's usually first Ner and then Besamim. Dynamic activity creates inspiration. On Matzah Shabbos, your inspiration has to come first. 
On Matzah Shabbos, you have to go ahead and have your besamim. Matzah Shabbos, you have to take that deep breath and tell yourself, I have a whole week of dynamic activity in front of me. What do I want to be? Who do I want to be? What do I want to accomplish? Once you have that machshava, once you have that neshama yisera, then you could light your nair. That's the power of Matzah Shabbos. So the Gemara goes weiter. Rav Yaakov bar Abba ikel Rava. Rav Yaakov bar went to the house of Rava. Chazyeh de barich bari priyagafen akasakamo. So what happened? So we'll say it's actually very interesting as well. So we saw, we'll say, again, this is not Avdallah. Well, it, we'll get to Avdallah. But right now, again, it's just stamp case. So Rav Yaakov bar Abba went to the house of Rava and he saw that Rava made a bari priyagafen on the first cup of wine. So they were drinking, they were drinking wine together. And Rava made a bracha on the first cup. And then he made another bracha on the cup of wine used for Birkas Amazon, for benching. So they were drinking wine, then they benched. And ultimately, Rav Yaakov Bar Abba saw that Rava made a bracha on the first cup and on the benching cup. Why do you have to make a bracha on the cup you used for Birkas Amazon? In other words, why doesn't the Hagafen you made on the first cup of wine suffice for the cup of benching as well. You already made a bracha. So Rabbi said, I'll explain to you. Because when I was in the house of the Reish Kalusa, this is what they did. They would make a hagafen on wine they drank during the meal. And they would also make another hagafen ultimately on the coast used for benching. To which Rav Yaakov Bar Abba says back to Rava, I, I understand, however, in the house of the Reish Kalusa, it's different. Rav said, there's a fascinating concept in Hilchos Brachas that of called Nimlach. Nimlach means that if you decide, if you eat something, you drink something, and then you decide to eat or drink more, you didn't have it in mind to begin with, you have to make another bracha. So Rav Yaakov Bar Abba says back to Rava, when you were in the house of the Reish Kalusa, they gave you a gla- cup of wine, you drank your wine, you have no idea if they're offering you any more wine. So because of that, you assume the cup that you get is the cup that you get. So you make a bracha. When they would then bring you a second cup, that was like panel chadash was balakan, right? It's, it's a new thing. And that's how you had to make another bracha. But Rava, we're in your house. But here, you knew you were going to drink a cup of wine during the meal. And you knew you were going to drink a cup of wine during benching. All of that wine was present, and therefore, again, the cup of wine used for benching should be included in your original bracha. To which the Gemara says, to which the Gemara says, uh, the Gemara says, so Rav said, you're right. In reality, I conduct myself like the students of Rav. What, what does that mean? Says the Gemara. Because one time, Rav Baron, Rav Baron and Rav Hananel, who were the students of Rav, were sitting in a suda, Amad Beis. So Rabbi Eva Sava was serving them. They're both saying it's interesting. So apparently what used to be the practice in Zmana Gimara is that when you would have a group of Rabbanim sitting together, they would take turns serving, serving as the waiter. So again, you have these two Tamidim of Rav. Rav, Rav Barona Rav Hanana are sitting. And Rav Yeva Sava is serving them. Amrulei, they said to him, Havlon Vinavarich. So they said to Rav Yeva Sava, you know what, we're done with the meal. Let's bench. Let's bench. Listen to this. Lesof Amrulei, Havlon Vinishti. Then they said to Rav Yeva Sava, you know what, we changed our mind. Let's have another glass of wine. Before we bench, let's have another glass of wine. And what was that? Amrulei, so ultimately again, Rav Yeva Sava said back to them, Hochi Amarav, this is what Rav said, Kevan Damrisu Havlon Vinavarich. 
once you say in the meal, let's bench, istira l'chul mishti. you're not allowed to drink anymore. We'll say, once you go ahead and you say, let's bench, let's bench closes the meal. It's very interesting. Once you say, once you articulate your desire to bench, the meal is over, which then says that if you're going to eat or drink anymore, it requires a brand new bracha. Has a brand new bracha. So my time, what's the reason for this? Ultimately, again, the ashisu da taichu. Because hasachadas, Once you say let's bench, that's clearly demonstrative that you're finished eating. Once you're finished eating again, then the brachas that you made to cover the initial act of eating are done. It's hasachadas. And Allah says, if you want to eat more, you want to drink more, you can, but it requires a new bracha. And I will say, now why, why is this important for us? Take a look at the Rashbam for just a moment. Asr l'chul mishti. Alma, Birchas Hamazon Asuchi Daitihu, Vitzarch Lachsor Levarich, Lachar Birchas Mazon Vachin Aginus. We'll see, remember again. So Rava, Rava's, remember again, we'll say, what happened over here? Rav Yaakov bar Abo into the house of Rava. He's observing Rava's behavior. And what does he see Rava do? Rava has a glass of wine, mix Agafen. Then Rava benches and makes another bracha over the kosher bracha, over the, over the benching cup. Ravach Yaakov says, I don't understand why you're doing this. Why doesn't your Hagafen that you made on your original cup of wine? Also cover your hagafen that for for your cup of birkas hamazon. To which Rava ultimately responds, "That's because benching represents a hesechadas, which makes sense." I will say, "What is benching? What is benching? Benching is the closure of a meal." Now, what you see from this episode that he just quoted over here, not only is benching the closure of the meal, but even what? Even what? An articulation of a desire to bench is the close of the meal. So Rava says to Rav Yaakov Bar Abba, if articulation of intent to bench is the closure of the meal, then certainly benching itself is the closure of the meal. Therefore, the bracha I made on wine during the meal cannot cover the cup of birkas hamazon, which is drunk at the end of benching. Benching clearly closes out the meal, which then limits the effectiveness of the bracha. That's why for the cup of Birkas Amazon, I made another bracha. Incredible. Another story. and Ravashi all sat together ultimately again in their suuda. Okay. And Ravakharidrava, he was the waiter. This goes back to the Talmudic prize I just mentioned. That they would switch off being the waiters for each other. So we'll say, now watch this. Here we go. This is great. I may, so we'll say, what's very exciting about these stories, really riveting, is, you know, for us, so halach is codified. Halach is codified. So you want to know what to do in any particular situation. You know, it's not uncommon to be at a meal where there's a lot of people doing a lot of different things, but that's because a lot of them are just wrong. Right? So, we'll say, so, so again, today we know, right? Do you want to know what to do? Open up a Shulchan Aruch. What's very exciting about, about these stories is you're talking about before the codification of halacha. So you could be sitting at a su'uda with a number of great rabbanim and they're all doing different things, which is, which is really exciting. And if you're a Talmud and you're sitting there because so much of having a Rebbe is not just, you know, hearing his Torah, but observing what he does. The Talmidim are there looking at what's going on. So watch this. So these three great Rabbanim, Amemar, Marzucha, Rav Ashi, are all sitting together. And Rav Achabre Drava, he's, he's the waiter. So why say, watch this. Amemar, Baracha kol kasa v'kasa. So Amemar, he made a bracha on every single cup of wine. 
Right? Every cup of wine, he made his own bracha. Marzutra, baruch akasa kama vakasa basa. Marzutra, he made a bracha ultimately again on the first cup and on the last cup. Ravashi, baruch akasa kama vasula. Ravashi, he just made a bracha on the first cup and no more. No more. So he's the waiter. Can you imagine this? He's the waiter. He sees three different Jabbanim doing three different things. It's Chevra. What's the halacha? Right? What, 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 I'm watching this. I'm watching this. What should we do? So So they both say now each of the each of these Rabbanim explained their respective positions. So Amemar said, Ana Nimlachana. So Amemar said, I'm gonna be honest with you. Amemar said, remember, Amemar made a brach on every single cup of wine. So Amemar said, that's because when I drank the first cup, I kind of said to myself, okay, this is just going to be a one cup suda. And then what happened? I had a second cup. So that's called, as I mentioned before, in Hilchos Brachos, Nimlach. If you have in mind to only eat A, but then you decide to eat B, so logically, the bracha you made on A doesn't cover B. So therefore, again, I made myself, look, look, I was just going to go ahead and drink one cup of wine. I decided to drink another cup. I'm nimlach. I changed my mind. And therefore, I had to make, and apparently, he changed his mind a couple of times, it sounds like. Right? So he made, he made a separate hagafen on every single cup of wine he had. Fine. Marzucho, Amar. Marzucho said, Avdi kitamide dirav. Marzutra said, I conduct myself like the students of Rav. Because mostly that was a story we just saw before. Students of Rav said, one Hagafen could cover all of your wine during the meal, but benching, benching stops the meal. So therefore, this Hesachadaz, benching stops the meal. Therefore, again, one, one Hagafen could cover all wine you drink during the meal, but benching is going to, but the coast for benching is going to require its own Hagafen. Ravashi, Ravashi says, what did Ravashi do? Ravashi, he made a bracha on the first cup of wine and that was it, which apparently means even for the cup of wine for benching, Ravashi didn't make another bracha because he said, Les he held that the halacha does not follow the students of Rav, namely that the hagafen you make during the meal not only covers the hagafen of wine you drink during the meal, but even covers what? The cup of wine used for benching. Where does he get this from? Here we go. Because I think about this is just a moment. When Yom Tov falls out after Shabbos, going back to our original discussion, and Rav said, which is how we paskin, just, we, we just add in the Zion over there. Yayin Kiddush Ner Havdala. So I will say, so what, how, how does that prove anything? So if you look at the Rashba, Amar Rav Yakna, Velo boy lebruche berchas berpi agafen trei zimni chada kiddush vechada avdala vuadim lechrei kasi de kiddush the kiddush ayom berchas amazon. Suppose to listen to this. So this is incredible. So Rav Ashi says it's clear to me that when you make a hagafen on your wine in the meal that covers you through benching, even the kosher berchas amazon. Why? Because look at yaknaha. You're making yayin. You're making the hagafen where at the beginning. At the beginning, right? You're making yarn at the beginning. And yet again, you're doing Kiddush, Ner, Havdalah. And we don't say there's any kind of Havsik. There's no Havsik there. You don't have to make, you don't have to make another Hagafen by Havdalah. So you see from here that anything that's part of a process is not going to be a Havsik. So to again, Marzutra, Ravashi suggests that when you make the Hagafen in your meal, you know you're going to bench. You know you're going to bench. And if Allah Chalamaisa, that Hagafen you make in the meal covers you all the way through your Hagafen in Birkas Samazon. To which the Yomar Svaloi, it's not a good comparison. Hasam Iker Daite Mimshisa. I'm sorry. Hasam Akar Daite Mimshisa. Mimshasya. 
to which the Gemara says, it's really not a fair comparison, I will say. Benching, the concept of benching, by definition means what? By definition means what? The cessation of eating. That, 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 that's what benching is. Benching is the cessation of your meal. So it's what the Gemara calls, you've uprooted yourself from the act of drinking. Benching, by definition, brings eating and drinking to an end. So to think that the Hagafen I made during my meal should cover me for the beer, for the Bari of benching is counterintuitive. Masha'inke yakna has. We'll say, again, yes, my das is, this is all part of the Kiddush process. Read the Rebbe, say, you see, what's interesting about this is as follows. How do you view yaknaz, Rebbe, say? What, what is yaknaz from Allah? What, what is it really? What is it really? It's a prolonged Kiddush. That's really what yaknaz is. It's, it's all Kiddush. That's what this is, just Kiddush. On Masih Shabbos, going into Yom Tif, has a number of different components, including Havdalah. But Lamaisa, Lamaisa, it's Kiddush Lelel Yom Tif. Therefore, the Gemara says, Halacha Lamaisa, Halacha Lamaisa, ultimately, again, they're not comparable. So, say, so again, we know that the Halacha is that in such a case like this, if you're drinking during a meal, so again, if you have in mind to drink whatever you're going to drink over the course of the meal, one Hagafet could cover anything. But if you're, if let's say you, when you make that guff and you have in mind that, no, I'm only having one glass of wine. Only have one glass of wine tonight. And then you change your mind during the course of the meal. That's called nimlach. And in fact, halach lamaisi, you would have to make another bracha. And of course, it goes without saying that the hagafen you make during the meal does not cover you for bir kasamaz. And I will say, let's just do one more line. Kimata la avdule. So I will say, so remember again now, the Gemara is actually going back to the previous story. This was the story of Rav Huna Bar Yehuda who went to the house of Rava. And so I will say, remember again, this is, that, that was the story where he saw Rava make the bracha on Bissamin before the Nair, and Rav Yehuda didn't understand this. So the Gemara picks up with that narrative, and the Gemara says, Kimata Lavdule, when it was time for Avdallah, Kam Sham Eva Adlik Avuka Mishraga. The servant of Rava went ahead and kindled the torch. Amr Kulehai, why do you need a torch? Right? Now, both remember again, the Chilik in Halacha between an Avuka and, and a Nair. A Nair is one wick. An Avuka is anything made up of two or more wicks. So now Rav Yehuda sees this going, Rav Yehuda. Uh, Rafuna, I'm sorry. Rafuna sees this. He sees that the servant of Rava lights an avuka, lights a torch for, for Abdullah. Says, why do you have to light a torch? Why can't you just use a nair? So the Gibara says, The candle's right there. Why do you need a torch? Just use the candle. But we'll stop over here. We'll pick up a mirror session with the answer to this. Leave a little bit of a cliffhanger. Well, let me pick up a mirror session with this tomorrow. All right, Chevron Zoom and Yashikayach, everyone.